how to help your child thrive rather than just survive. That's the focus of this week's On Boys episode. As Mother's Day is coming around, oh, I find I'm missing my mom more and more. And there's always questions and stories I wish I had asked her when she was still here. I do remember that I gave her a book once upon a time with questions for her to write the answers to. And bless her heart, she didn't answer very many. So that was really a disappointment. But fast forward to now and technology. And now we have mylifeinabook.com. It takes all those questions and stories and it puts it in a format that is sent to your person, whoever you designate, on a regular basis so that the prompts come, they're easily answered either written or voice to text, and they're captured by mylifeinabook.com. These family stories, this legacy that you want to leave for your children and your grandchildren. Mylifeinabook.com, create an unforgettable gift for your mom, your dad, your children, this Mother's Day. Use our coupon code ONBOYS for 10% off. Go to mylifeinabook.com and use ONBOYS for 10% off. Create that legacy. Carry on those stories. I am your co-host, Janet Allison of boysalive.com, along with Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net. We appreciate you. Thank you for being our listeners. And thank you, too, for supporting our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by my program, Decoding Your Boy. Less yelling, more connecting. You can join Decoding by the Month. We are talking about all the topics that you wonder and worry about siblings and friendships and boys and big emotions and screen time, all of the topics that we talk about here on the podcast. And you can talk with me live twice a month via Zoom. Join the Boys Alive Decoding Your Boy program. Go to boysalive.com decode and you'll find all the details there. a returning guest today. She's given us and our listeners so many tips and wise advice over the years that we simply had to have her back. As a psychologist, a learning and behavior specialist, and simply a master at helping us understand how our brains work, she's a champion for all of us whose brains work a little differently. And that's all of us. We've talked with her about sensitive boys. We've talked with her about how to help boys be more resilient. And of course, Jen will put all those links in the show notes. But today, more than ever, in the midst of all of the ongoing stressors and even trauma that we're experiencing, the conversation we've been wanting to have with Dr. Sandy Gluckman is how to help our children thrive not just survive. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Janet. Hello, Jen. So great to have you back. You are our third time guest. And that's just so fun because we always, every conversation we have, we think, oh, we've got to talk about this other thing. And so, so, so glad to have you back. 
you know, you say that, of course, we all know the reality now is that we have all been under enormous stress over the past two years as individuals, as parents, as teachers. Life is just not dishing out a stress-free, calm, safe place to be. We'd like it to be that way, but it's not. Talk about stress, first of all, what it does for us. Uh, or not does for us. <laughs> or does to us, I guess, is yeah, what I would rather it. say. doesn't yes. do for us, it does to us. Um, yes, so you know, um, Jen and Janet, over the past years, I have focused enormously on this issue of stress, wanting parents to become very stress-informed. It's... Um, strange to me that uh, parents didn't well I don't know where they would have learned in the beginning about mm -hmm. stress but essentially really what I was wanting them to understand is how parents stress is then uh, picked up and absorbed by the child and how that stress in the child's brain then becomes converted into all kinds of mental emotional intellectual and physical challenges. I've been very privileged to see how parents have taken on this understanding of um, the fact that their stress becomes their children's stress. And that by managing and coping with stress themselves, they can have a tremendous impact on their children as well as themselves. Exactly, Jen. And it, that's where it has to start. Because um, there is so many wonderful resources for children who have got learning behavior and mood challenges. However, the resources, as far as I'm concerned, are kind of like out of line with regard to the process of healing. And so if you think about it, it's like putting a cart in front of a horse mm -hmm. of the other way around. And what I mean by that is that all these fabulous therapists and, and chiropractors and the list is long that parents take their children to see are doing their magic, but it's not sustainable because the child goes back into the car and back home with the parent. And if the parent is stressed, that stress will then be picked up by, by the child. And once again, whatever they were attempting to do to assist the child will be undone by the stress. You know, it's interesting hearing you, you say that sitting here in a calm moment, it makes perfect sense. And when I am concerned about my child because he is perhaps, uh, you know, engaging in some disrespectful behavior at school and I'm getting messages from the teacher all the time and I feel like I have to do something, I schedule an appointment, I take the kid to the appointment, I am still stuck so much in survival mode myself that it's hard to even uh, breathe long enough to realize that, hmm, I might need to look at my own reactions to any of this. That is so true. Exactly right. Uh, the thing is, however, that when we understand and we have been empowered by knowledge and information and then later on the tools, there's nothing good that's going to come out of taking our children to others for help until we have actually looked at ourselves, we have to have that awareness. And where are the people going to get that awareness from? Jen, I get your point that in that moment you are in survivor mode and you're showing up in a stressful way, 
But you also know, ladies, that I always talk about the fact that we are energetically vibrating beings. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. as you're showing up in this survivor stress mode, the energy that's coming off you is changing the child's brain. So for me, the very, very first thing is to become stress-informed, knowledgeable, aware, aware of the moment in time where you have that that 30-second time of choice where you can do something different and not show up as a survivor with survivor Mm -hmm. parent behaviours. And as Jen said, oh, it sounds so easy sitting here in this calm environment. Maybe not so calm. Says Janet while she's wrangling a 90-pound dog that just had surgery. Yeah. 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 So what do we do? Uh, You know, we talk about, oh, self-care and you've got to take time for yourself as a parent and, you know, go have that quiet cup of tea on the patio. That's not reality. That's just not reality for parents now. So we're stress informed, but how do we decrease the stress? Because I can imagine some of our listeners are feeling even more stressed, thinking that their stress is affecting their children. Well, and energetically to build on that, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Janet, uh, or you, Sandy. I am hearing from some parents that at the beginning now of summer 2022, they're almost having some uh, flashback stress because the kids are out of school and they're back home and they're like, oh my gosh, it's like the early pandemic all over again. How am I supposed to cope with all of this again? Sandy, I bet there's something too, you know, if you don't fully process whatever stress or trauma had previously happened to you, a a little thing can bring that all up again. And you're almost reacting disproportionately to, you know, the fact that your kid is out of school for the summer. Brilliant point. So that takes me somewhere else (laughs) to another point. And that is, um, yes, for the past two and a half years, doesn't matter where the audience lives or, you know, could be in India or in New York, we have all been through very, very difficult times. As Janet said in the opening, uh, things have changed. We're never, never going to be ever the same again. And the current reality, let's be honest, the current reality is not the most life-enhancing, joyful, stress-free, calm, safe kind of reality or safe kind of world that we want it to be. To, to take up on your point, Jen, yes, we had the stress, and I think you're absolutely right that that has made us much more vulnerable. And we have to understand that because that stress has been chronic and ongoing Mm. for a long period of time, um, it has converted into what I call toxic stress. There is stress. We we have real reasons to feel stressed. And obviously, we have a choice as to how we respond to that. Uh, However, when it is chronic and ongoing and continuous, the stress hormones that are flooding the brain become toxic to the spirit and the body and the brain of ourselves and our children. When it has converted from stress to toxic stress, and I think that truly millions of parents are in toxic stress Mm -hmm. mode at the moment. And as you say, that would just throw them over the edge because of the, the vacation now and everybody's at home. 
But when these millions of parents are in toxic stress mode, we are actually saying that they are showing the effects of trauma. So trauma mm. is toxic stress. Okay. And now with trauma, what happens is that, you see, as I said earlier, I have been so focused on teaching parents to be stress-informed. I'm now so obsessed about teaching parents to be trauma-informed because the children um, that are growing up as a result, you know, it doesn't matter whether they are four years old, seven years old, 17 years old, they've been through this past two and a half year kind of trauma, picking up the trauma from their parents as well, they will not go forward. And I hate to have to say this, I get shivers as I say this, but they will find it very difficult to go forward and be their most healthiest, resilient, emotionally resilient, confident, smart beings that they are capable of being because the trauma is now stuck in their bodies. So trauma is an interesting thing. It's not the event. People will say we've had a terrible event. It's been well, we know what it is. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Even put the words to it. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's so many. There's so many different traumas. And I would like to talk a little bit about what counts as yes. as trauma, because it's very, list? you know, it's very easy to, you know, losing a child in a horrific accident, trauma, um, you know, natural disaster that sweeps away your home, trauma, um, living through a pandemic. If I didn't lose my job or anybody in my family, trauma, you know, it's, it's hard to know where to apply the word. Well, and it's different for everyone, right? How it lands and how it sticks for you. Your trauma might not be as traumatizing to me, right, Sandy? Exactly right. And the degree of trauma that I feel as a result of, let's Mm -hmm. say, the pandemic it's also related to um, any kind of trauma I may have had as a mommy or a daddy um, in my childhood. Uh-huh. Sure. So the, the, those who have had trauma in their childhood, it means that that early trauma is still stuck in their bodies and in their nervous systems and in their brains. Okay. And now we're faced with this hor- horrific event. Well, yes, pandemic was horrific. Um, and it's laid down on top of a pre-existing trauma in the nervous system, which has not yet been healed. For those who didn't have some early developmental trauma, and I don't know anybody who hasn't, but it's the degree. For those who had a much less degree of early developmental trauma, the pandemic may be easier for them to handle. So I'm thinking of this in terms of the physical body, Listeners, you know that I my background is in nursing. I do a lot of health writing. It kind of sounds like the psychological equivalent to, you know, let's say I, um, I, I broke a bone, right? And from the outside, it looks healed. You know, you don't see my bone out of place anymore. So it looks like I'm fine. And maybe I think I'm fine. And I try to go for a run on that before it is fully healed. That extra stress, that extra trauma of the impact um, will be multiplied by that earlier yet unhealed trauma. 
Beautiful example. Do you mind if I steal it from you? I do not. <laughs> I will give you all kudos for it. <laughs> yes, it's exactly right, Jen. It's exactly right. And so maybe it's a good moment if, you, if you'd like for us to talk about early developmental trauma. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, as, as Janet said, there's the trauma of, of um, some terrible events, a real horrible event, rape, incest, a physical abuse, mm-hmm. the list is long. Um, but the term trauma, the definition has been expanded to include what we call early developmental trauma, which means that we grew up in um, a relationship with a mom and or dad who did not know how to connect with us. Mm. So we are born with a a primal need for connection. And if this little one comes into the world with a parent whose parent, now that's the little one's grandparent, didn't know how to connect with them, and now this parent is a mommy and this parent doesn't know how to connect with the child, we say this child has early developmental trauma. We say the parent was carrying early developmental trauma as well. So the power, the chemical, the the chemistry of real connection is unbelievably powerful for the health of the brain, the spinal cord, the, the body, absolutely everything. It's fascinating. And, you know, of course, I, I mean, I'm always like, what's, but the, what do we do about it, Sandy? What do we do? Because yes. we all have it to a degree, Absolutely. I'm sure. And how do we release it? How do we reset the nervous system? How do we restart our, our connection with our kids? Yes, yes. So, oh, this is a beautiful question. I'm, I'm not sure where to start. Let me just think. Um, Yes, we have to reset our nervous system. You're right, Janet, about that. So that's step number one is the, first of all, the understanding that trauma doesn't refer to an event. It refers to what the event did to my body and my brain and my nervous system. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing is to understand that trauma does not automatically go away when the event goes away or with a distance of years from the horrible event, it doesn't go away. It gets stored in the nervous system. So imagine it's almost like, if you imagine this magnificent thing that we call the autonomic nervous system, which is responsible for everything marvelous that can happen to us in life. And now imagine what's happening now is that stored inside that there is um, the trauma, the stress, the chemistry of that terrible time. What we want to be able to do is get into the nervous system and tease that trauma out. It's kind of like a wire. It's, it's Your nervous system is wired for the trauma. So we need to find that wire and tease that wire out, and we then have a regulated nervous system. Because Mm -hmm. while the trauma is stuck in the nervous system, we have a dysregulated nervous system. I like cute clothes. I like having stylish outfits, and I hate shopping. Armoire makes getting dressed easier. Armoire is a clothing rental membership option. And Janet and I recently have both tried it out. And you guys, it is so much fun. You go to their website, you get to take a little quick style quiz, takes five minutes, 
And then you get presented a list of beautiful clothing, pictures, wonderful clothes that you can pick out and get delivered to your house for you to try and wear in the comfort of your own home without going out and determine what looks cute, put together outfits without investing a ton of money. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off your first month. That is up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash envoys. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E, dot style slash envoys to get 50% off your first month and never have to worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. We all know that vitamins can help fill nutritional gaps in our diet, but a lot of us don't like to take vitamins because we don't like swallowing pills. How do you feel about that, Janet? There's some days that I look at my vitamins and go, yeah, I should take those. I'll do it later. But I'll tell you what's changed. I have gotten easy melt vitamins. I have the D3 and I have the B12s and a multivitamin. And I just pop them in my mouth and they dissolve. And I don't have to think about swallowing a vitamin. And you don't necessarily need water either to have on hand to get this big vitamin now. Yeah, no. And they taste good. And they're sugar-free. They melt quickly. The reason they melt is because of plants, not chemicals. Ah, plant-based nutrition. For a limited time only, you can receive a free, free three-month supply of Easy Melt Vitamin D3 with your first purchase. To claim your free D3, visit try.easymelts.com slash envoys. That's try, T-R-Y dot Easy Melts, E-Z-M-E-L-T-S dot com forward slash envoys. So I am picturing just a tangle of cords. Probably everybody has a spot in their house where they have a tangle of cords, yes. tangle of cords in different colors, and it's hard to tell what's going where. That's what we need to work with. Yes. Um, yes. So that's what we need to tease out. Here's my hugest challenge. And what I want to say to your wonderful listeners is that there, there are uh, remarkable and simple tools that I teach to tease that trauma out. And the good news is you don't need equipment. You don't have to make an appointment at any kind of person. You do it at your own time and your own pace. And the even better news is those tools take three, four minutes at a I time. I like what I'm hearing. I heard <laughs> simple. I heard I can do it myself. And I heard not a lot of time. Exactly. And here's my hugest challenge. And that is the parent or the millions of parents out there that I want to reach and I want them to hear this need to feel the need to do this Mm -hmm. and so in order to feel the need to do this they first need to understand what is happening inside of them so if you think about a parent who's carrying trauma and we said trauma is different levels but trauma is trauma and it's stuck in their nervous system, how does that parent show up? 
that parent is in fight, flight, or freeze. That mm. parent is living as a survivor, mm. driven mm. by fear and anxiety and worst-case scenario thoughts and feeling exhausted and tired, having difficulty concentrating, um, having limiting beliefs about themselves because of their own early developmental traumas. That parent is fighting with life. Yes. I cannot be the only person listening to this going, uh-huh, check, yeah, check. Yeah. Check and check. Jen and I are both just nodding our heads to every single one of those things that you said, Sandy. But yes. you know, Sandy, you're also right because for so many of us, this has been our experience for such a long time hmm. that we sort of think, well, this is what parenthood is. This is what life is. And what I hear you telling us is that it can be different. It can be. And I'm also telling you, it's not, well, I'm going to be realistic. Healing trauma from the nervous system takes time. As I said, however, the healing process, it's it's not difficult to do at all. It's easy to do. In fact, it becomes fun. So um, it all comes down to if if I'm a mommy or a daddy listening to me right now, I'd ask you to ask yourself, First of all, do I show the symptoms of trauma as a parent? Which means I'm either a parent who, in survival mode, is uh, a fighter. So I'm yelling. I'm angry a lot. Uh, I'm judgmental. I get easily triggered. Or ask themselves, am I a parent in trauma who is um, within a flat mode? So I feel overwhelmed, I'm withdrawn, I have days of feeling depressed and down and and no energy. Or am I even in freeze mode, which means I get shut down because I'm so overwhelmed. Now, if you're a parent who is showing any kinds of these symptoms, I would want to say to you, please, please take note that your nervous system is trying to send you a message. It's saying, Please let's stop surviving in life. Let's stop being survivors. Let's become thrivers. It's too hard to live life as a survivor. Our our nervous systems are just phenomenal. They continually give us messages. And I have a program where I talk about making friends with your nervous system. And it's so much more powerful to think of it that way. Your nervous system is sending you a message. In contrast, I know I myself have spent time, and I don't think I'm alone in this, beating myself up for, you know, I feel overwhelmed. I don't have the energy to, there must be something wrong with me, if only I, and none of that's helpful. Uh, What you're saying is, this is a message from your nervous system, and really, I can view this, we can view this as an invitation to heal ourselves help ourselves feel better which is wonderful and in the process help our children and uh set them on a healthier developmental path absolutely because as we begin to heal here's the magic the children begin to pick up a different energy from us and they are spontaneously healing with us okay so i'm at the point where my nervous system is sending me a message. 
I don't want to keep living like this anymore. I want to take steps towards healing my nervous system. I don't know where to start. And that's true. Um, millions of people don't really know enough about the nervous system itself, nor if we do know, where do we go and do something about it? So <clears throat> I can speak about my program. There are others out there as well. Um, very talented people dealing with the nervous system healing. And I have a program which is called Heal Your Trauma and Your Child's Trauma Will Heal. Mm. And um, this program, it's actually a, a, vi a, a video coaching program. I'm not live in it. I did run some live sessions, several of those, which were attended by hundreds of people. And then I've now put it on video. And so you get seven videos. You can do them at your own pace and at your own time. And you take video by video. And in each of those videos, I interactively teach the nervous system healing tools. So it's not that I'm talking about it. I'm actually doing it with mm -hmm. or on the video. Mm -hmm. And then that way they can, when they switch the video off, they know exactly how to do it. Whenever you get a message from your nervous system, it could be, it could be a stiffness in the neck or a, 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 a rumbling in your tummy something's not right it could be lower back pain it could be a whole bunch of possible things those things are never to be ignored mm -hmm. it's your very best friend telling you hey sandy and we just need one of those uh, lovely little three-minute tools please because um, things are getting a little tight in here and if we ignore those things obviously they become diseases can you share with us a tool that we could start utilizing, you know, if I, I, I'm in a good moment right now, I'm sitting in my office, I'm talking to you both, but I fully expect that I will get a message from my nervous system at some point today saying, hey, Jen. I somehow thought you might ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's look at a tool. This tool is called the orienting. It goes like this. It starts off with, you got a message from the nervous system. What a headache, it could be anything. You become aware and you say, I, I need to offer my nervous system the opportunity to feel safe and calm. Because remember, if we are living as survivors with a dysregulated nervous system, we're not feeling safe and calm. Mm -hmm. We're expecting something bad to happen any minute. We have worst case scenario thoughts. Um, we're worrying about stuff that hasn't even happened. You know, we, we're having yeah. rehearsals for disasters. So uh, the one thing we want to offer our nervous system, which is our very best friend, I'm, I'm now repeating myself, but I want people to understand we have to be best friends with our nervous system. When we get that message, we honor it and we do a tool which is designed to calm the nervous system and let the nervous system know we're safe. Okay. We, we're not survivors. We don't have to be survivors. We are thrivers. We are safe. So in that moment, for whoever is listening, what you would do is you would put whatever you're doing down. It's as simple as this, and we can all do it together. Okay. Okay. See how it feels for you. You can do it sitting or standing. So if you're sitting, I want you to know that you need to put your feet on the ground they need to touch the ground solidly. So the whole bottom of the I foot. just shifted my feet. Good. And unfold any arms or legs that are folded. 
And um, you are then, this is all you're going to be doing is that I want you to start looking towards the right in your room. And I want you to very slowly start looking at every single thing in your space. Slowly looking at whatever is going on in your room, on the walls, all around you, and just swiveling around to the other side very slowly, taking each object in, feeling the energy of each of those objects, and then just keeping on moving around, taking it all in. And you might want to even look up to the ceiling. I see a ceiling fan there. Oh, it's got some wonderful arms. And then you might even want to look down under your chair or under the desk or at the floor. And this keep looking around at everything in your room in the slow, easy, calm kind of way. And then when you're done, sit quietly for a moment and let yourself feel whatever you're, whatever you're feeling. Let yourself feel how much of that calm has been absorbed by your nervous system. So the point is that when we do this thing called orienting, we are actually causing ourselves to become fully present. I have a question. Yes. That did not help calm me down because when I look to my right, I see my book manuscript that has to get finished. When I looked at my ceiling, I saw a bug crawling on the wall that I probably should kill, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. When I look to the left, I see I should have put that stuff away last week. Um, what advice do you have for people like me? Pick a different place or close my eyes? No, you can't do either. Well, you could pick a different place, but you'll probably do the same thing in the other place because you are being very judgmental. Yep. You're judging yourself. So you are in the I am not enough self. Look at this. I should be doing that. Look oh. at that. I should be. So I'm in the I am not enough me. And if I'm in that not enough me, I'm just going to look around and see everything that I have not done that I ought to have done. You know, that's very powerful, too, that you you point out that because that resides within me, within anybody else that relates to this, it doesn't matter where I go. I take it with me. Exactly. So what I would want you to do, if you know that you are that kind of person, I would want you to, and maybe I should have said that up front, do not judge anything that you see. Do not think about the ought to's, the shoulds. Only see the object in this most serene, non-judgmental kind of way. It's so it's, almost more like not, maybe notice shapes, notice colors. Don't yeah. don't apply meaning to it. Don't apply meaning to it at all. Just okay. it. So think about this. How many times, how many hundreds of thousands or I don't know, thousands of times you've been in the room that you're in you walk in, you head for the chair. Mm -hmm. Did you see that stuff around you? Often not, right? We get very good at ignoring the things in our environment. 
Were you fully present in your environment then? Mm -mm. No. And so one of the things that our children need and our nervous systems need is for us to be fully present. Okay. Okay. And being fully present is the anecdote to anxiety, right? Because anxiety is all about the unknown and what's ahead, which we don't know. Janet. Living into that. This is exactly what Andy told us when we talked to him for our Father's Day episode. Exactly. Um, Sandy, Janet's son-in-law, Andy, new father, shared such wisdom. I mean, he's only been a dad for three and a half months, but he was talking about, he's not concerned about what he's going to do with his son and how he's going to help his son be a good man when his son is 15, because who knows? He's in the moment doing the diaper change now, period. Oh, his son is so blessed. Oh, right. It's just a a huge gift he's giving his son because as he is in the moment, he's actually connecting. He's changing the child's brain to be functioning at its highest level. He's healing the child's body to function at its very, very best in the present moment. And, you know, there are so many parents who are already at that stage looking for the best school for their children mm-hmm. and putting their names down in, in, in the private kindergartens and all the stuff, then they're missing out in that present moment and they're trying to make the child something that maybe doesn't fit for them. Let's rather be with the child and see where this takes us. I love this so much. And this is also a, I mean, this, this strategy is, doable anywhere, Mm -hmm. anywhere, sitting in your car, waiting for your child to finish soccer practice and your child gets in the car and they've had a horrible practice and they start all the negative (laughs) self-talk and, oh, I messed up and I'm so bad. And wouldn't it be glorious if parent could say, oh, let's just sit here for a minute, put your feet flat on the floor, look to the right, look to the left. See what you see. Look behind you. Look wow. about. Wow. And then you're all, you're both, you're doing it together. Mm. And in, I think it's called entrainment. You're tuning to each other. What a difference it will be on that car ride when you walk in the door at ah, home. Beautiful, Janet. And it's actually co-regulating. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Imagine even if we extend your example to the mom saying, let's get out of the car for a moment. And, you know, obviously it depends where you're at, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, and then just take them to a patch of grass if there's one around there or, or on, the, on the sidewalk and just say, let's just look around. And we're not talking about the terrible event, which I always tell parents, do not focus on the thing you don't want the child to to expand Um, and you're looking around and you're breathing and you're holding the child's hand depending on the age of course (laughs) and um, and then you get back in the car and there's a whole different nervous system yeah Yeah. that is beautiful that is I mean Sandy you've changed people's lives just with this exercise I hope so I do want to say it's the first time you do it it may it's not magic so just trust that this exercise trust in the fact that I have 
the enough scientific knowledge to tell you quite confidently that this kind of exercise, as you do it more and more, will calm your nervous system, will regulate your nervous system, will begin to help you heal the trauma in the nervous system and therefore your children's trauma too. So please don't underestimate the power of it. Don't get into the judgmental brain, which goes, I don't know about this exercise. It seems like a little silly to me. Stay with it. Do it a few times. It takes you three minutes. And eventually you're going to find that you're feeling different. You're feeling lighter. The beautiful thing about it is because it is something that I can do on my own, because it doesn't cost me any money, even if I, you know, if my first thoughts are, eh, I don't know about this, it costs me nothing. It doesn't hurt to try it a few more times. So just keep doing it for a while. You know, we, we all, let's be honest, we all kind of do want a magic solution. I do this one thing and everything is fixed. But by this point in life, we know that that doesn't happen. So try it. It's definitely not going to hurt anything. And there's a very good to excellent chance that it will help. Yes. And in, in addition, um, in my program, my Heal Your Trauma program, I teach a bunch of them. So you've got like a basket full of different ones that are three or four minutes. You'll find your favorites. I've got mm-hmm. some of my favorites that I my go-tos when I'm feeling a little heavy. And of course, we'll put the uh, link in the show notes. But can you t- tell listeners where they can find it? Yes, so you can find all about this program on my website, which is www.dr, Dr. Sandy with a Y, Gluckman, G-L-U-C-K-M-A-N.com. And when you go to the website, at the top, you'll see a tab which says programs. Click there and there's a drop down of various programs and you'll see Heal My Trauma. I'm going to encourage our listeners to not only, you know, take a look, try this tool that we shared with you today. If you want to go further and you want to do the course, do that. And I would love it if you would circle back and send us an email, send us a, leave us a comment on the website and let us know what impact this has had in your life, in how you feel, in your parenting, in your relationship with your children, and maybe even what you see happening differently with your children, because those stories are powerful. You know, if I think about what you just said, Jen, one of the stories I heard recently, I mean, obviously are hundreds and thousands in my head, but one of them I heard just this week is that um, this mom said, mom and dad, because she checked with dad if he was having the same perception, and he said, absolutely. She said that, the child's smile has changed. First of all, he's smiling more and the smile is different. And that they, when they took a photographs of them over that past week, um, he looks completely different. His face is different. His smile is different. You know what? I believe that 100% because I, my smile used to be different in photos and I didn't fully realize that until I went through some stuff with my in my life, got to the other side, and the later photos, I look genuinely happy when mm. I smile. I don't look like I'm faking happy anymore, which is really what was happening in those earlier ones. That's very interesting. It's true. Faking is not a good idea. For those of you who are listening to me, please don't fake anything with your kids. They have this, what I call BS meter. Yes. Uh, 
and they know when you're faking and then it also causes more stress for them like why is she why is she faking why is dad pretending and it causes anxiety so and and then of course it it, it doesn't do much for trust so no faking we've got to go inside and we've got to find that beautiful place inside of us that is regulated that is happy that is grounded that feels like i am enough as a mom or a dad um that, that place exists inside of us but when we're stressed we lose touch with that place and when we're traumatized we completely disconnect from our true selves wise wise words dr sandy i just am always so moved by your ability to kind of tease away the the cotton wool the layers of oh the world is crazy and what are we going to do and you have just helped us zero in on this is what we're going to do we're going to pay attention you know we talk all the time about how our children call us as as individuals to be better and to grow and this is just another reason to stop and take the time stop and recognize our own early developmental trauma the traumas that mount upon the traumas and when we do this work and i'm just getting chills thinking about this we're changing generations yes. we're not just changing things for our children that we're raising right now mm. we're changing things for our grandchildren and great-grandchildren yes. and it is it's imperative that we do this and on janet not i love that generational piece that is so true because we are we're wiring ourselves and our generations ahead so let's wire them for um not being survivors but being thrivers um but there's also another thing we're changing and that is we're changing the energy in the world around us yeah and it's in need of some good energy isn't it i think we're all in full agreement about that so listeners taking this pause this 3 minutes a couple times a day not only shifts your energy changes your nervous system it changes those in your home and in the world wow and it's free and it's not hard and it doesn't take long <laughs> yeah yeah sandy thank you so so much for sharing this time with us i feel even though i've been wrestling a 90 pound puppy as we've been talking i actually feel super calm inside so thank you good thank you so much for inviting me again i just feel so privileged i love the way you both think and um i just enjoy these interviews more than i can tell you oh thank you and perhaps your 90 pound dog will now pick up on your calm energy and will take a nap yes <laughs> one can only hope we will post a picture of this 90 pound puppy in the show notes how about that so you can you can see a picture of hank <laughs> sandy thank you so so much thank you very much but if you please take care of yourselves you're very special i hope that you've enjoyed this episode if it's been valuable to you share it with a friend we always appreciate you spreading the word about the on boys parenting podcast 
We are your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of BuildingBoys.net, and I'm Janet Allison of BoysAlive.com. And also, you can talk to me live twice a month. We're talking about boy-friendly themes, all those things you wonder and worry about in the Decoding Your Boy program. I know you have lots of options of ways to learn and grow around your boys, and I encourage you to check this out. Join us if you can, if it feels right for you. Boysalive.com slash decode. Would love to have you there. Again, thank you for being our listeners. This is the On Boys Parenting Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.